This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We watch the Powered Team. And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. It's all about jacking off. Well, aren't we nasty today? I want to see cats! <laughs> hey. Oh, I'm just chilling. Yeah, baby. Remember when we used to sing along to this song? And we got so ashamed that we put these clips on top of it so we never had to again. Single. I will not, not. In the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. You surprised me. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, movies, music, entertainment, uh, sometimes pro wrestlers and speakers, motivational and otherwise, Mm -hmm. pastors, pastorettes, that's lady pastors, Um, (laughs) and uh, comedians like Mike Warnke and books and novels that we've done none of yet. Uh, But we're not here to (laughs) proselytize to you or make you go to church or bash your beliefs either. We're just here to have fun. That's right. It's okay. It's a safe space. Real quick, your heart good? Uh, yeah, it is good. Yeah? I have to really check in with myself. We never ask on the show, so maybe we don't know. Yeah, I could be really, really messed up right now. Sometimes it's hard to be in touch with what you're really feeling unless someone has the bravery and courage to ask you. Oh, wow. In and, kindness and, you're and that love. one, yeah. Well, I am that one today. I'm always amazed by you and Thank your courage. You. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I don't believe you. You know, when you say it like that, but. That was some tea. I was about to ask if you're Kermit right now. Okay, this is not good. Uh, How's your heart? That's uh, fine. It's pretty good. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I feel you. Uh, but we're talking about the power team today. Yeah. The power team, a team that I have some personal background with, which we'll talk about. Uh, but to do it, we could not just have one guest. No. We could not have three guests, but we did have two guests. Uh, so we're going to do that, a power team of our own on the show. So let's introduce them right now. Ladies and gentlemen, they're stalwarts of the podcast. It's been about a year since both of them have been on the main feed. So let's check in with them, ladies and gentlemen. It's Nathan Ely and Jeremy Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we oh. did it. You- we did Frank. it. We're back. Ice. <laughs> children a hot air a water bottle a hot water bottle wow guys what's up hey good to be back thanks for we haven't had more than one guest on a main feed show since the christmas episode in 2017 it's been almost two years there's so many people to look at yeah yeah Yeah. really am bouncing a lot of eyes we're always gonna be talking over each other right on the edge of the couch so he's almost out of my peripheral (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is your preference 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I figured. <laughs> Welcome back, friends, Thank fellas. You. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Now you guys do have a bit of a personal history. It sounds like you guys dated, but you did. You were roommates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We you lived roommates, together. You were friends. That's true. We worked at camp together in high school. Yes. Was it a Christian camp? Christian camp. It was. Yeah. yeah. Have we had you on both together no. at the same no. time? No, I don't think so. Oh, this is great. So, um, what was the Christian camp like? Yeah. Where, where were you? The Frontier Ranch. It was a blast. I loved it. I love working there. Yeah, I met Nate when you were, we were working the LIT program. Yeah, we were in LIT high school. LIT is short for leaders in training. That's right. Oh, okay. And uh, so we were training. <laughs> we were training. <laughs> we were training all summer together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. It's, it is the, I just went to like a different summer camp this weekend to like do a little weekend work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds insane. Like you were just picking up just from the side of the road. Remember like a few words here. <laughs> Contractor, like Someone a just freelance pulled over camp counselor. No, I'm in a okay. band and we played at the summer camp. Oh, nice. Oh, so, I saw a video of yes. this. Yes, it was great. great. Was this awesome. is, of course, Jeremy's Killers cover band. Oh, yeah. Hot, hot goss. Uh, hot, hot fuss. Hot, hot fuss. My, oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah my, oh, I'm thinking my of the improv, improv team. team is Hot Hot Goss. Oh, and there's a lot of yes. crossover members it's, from that. Exactly. And it's a terrific band. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a kids camp you were at? Yes, we were playing for the staff. You were playing for the staff? We turned them all into adults. <laughs> <laughs> Not after we were yeah. done. It was like a halfway like summer uh, party for the staff. And we were the band that played. How nice. But I was just like, just being on the campus was like, oh man, camp feels so good mm-hmm. i love camp so much i worked yeah. there for five years and then i went for like seven years you're a kid when i was a kid yeah so. what was Ugh. your camp persona well my camp name mr jingles <laughs> i was a naughty boy <laughs> he was terrifying I would jingle around <laughs> and persona. i don't know <laughs> what was your camp fursona <laughs> also mr jingles he's a cat yeah i would just um, go meow 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 um, uh, my camp name was Falsetto. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, that's because I was singing The Darkness during training week. And you, you're like gifted a name when you work there, like a, like right. a staff name. Nate's, what was, what was Mine was name? Wasabi. Because during the training week, we did like a, um, <laughs> uh, like a Fear Factor type of game where you had to eat a bunch of gross stuff. And then they had me eat Wasabi. And it was disgusting. And it was like the the worst thing because I had to eat it twice, and they had they had me eat like oysters beforehand, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's Wait, like did, my name. But so, I I mean to ask, what were you like, the rule breaker counselor who like got oh, the kids into something cool, or were you like the music guy? You don't just want to know my campaign. Were you the nerd? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, all these examples. Were you the popular girl? Um, <laughs> I kind of did a little the bit. the popular of, girl? The principal. <laughs> doesn't sound like it. You uh. think camps have principals? <laughs> were you yeah. treasurer? <laughs> what? Are you Mr. Feeney? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a little bit of all those things. <laughs> Uh, apart from popular girl was never that Um, but no I did like the music uh, a couple of years and then I for two years I was in the program team so I ran like whatever was on the stage so I did like all the skits as they would call them including drunk Randy Newman yes (laughs) one of your characters (laughs) that's right I did that play I don't know how I got away with that I can't believe that but yeah I did a Randy Newman voice um, 
And uh, Did you just like wander out on stage and set up a piano and then just start? Yeah. So we have you to blame for the last seven years of our lives. Because Nate, it's, it's a go-to in uh, every situation, I think, when they think that Randy's going to come out at some point. Oh, can you give us just a little taste of drunk Randy? Well, you don't want it from Nate? Uh, How about both of you actually do it at the same time? At the time. same time? Yeah. Mine would just be, mine would just be like, I'm sitting here at the piano. I would call it the Yano for short. The Instead of the piano? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. On the last episode we had Jeremy on, we did Randy Newman. Like, Oh, yeah, we did do that. Oh, crawling wow. into the studio. trying That's to. right. Well, because Caroline has one as well. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like offensive to another ethnicity, oh, but I don't know which I, one. I'm offended for someone. I got a Randy Newman impression. It's a little Cosby. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Damn it. Hey, what hey, is hey, the it's America's dad, Caroline Ely. No, I don't want to be that. <laughs> okay, but if it's a Christian camp, did yeah. you have to clean up the lyrics of the killer songs to play them? Well, we didn't play at a Christian camp. Oh, oh, okay. It was just a, uh, it was like, it was called Astro Camp. It's Ooh. like it was like a science like space camp basically, nice. but it wasn't it wasn't Christian at all. The, oh, we, there was great. alcohol at the event. It was like very crazy for me. Were you mentors? Were you spiritual leaders at all when you were at that camp? Kind like, of to the kids, yeah, in a way. Well, not to each other. <laughs> Did you mentor each other? Yeah, Jeremy was my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you, like uh, you have memories of like developing strong bonds. And yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things we would do is we would. Ha- we call them one-on-ones where you'd hang out with each kid in the cabin one-on-one during the week and the kids Aww. loved it. And you just ask them about their life and like what they're going through and stuff like Pretend that. Pretend to care. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. There's oh, also like, you know, like very typical like Christian summer camp. There was one night that was called gospel night. Yeah. And that's when you hit them hard with the, uh, with the message and you do a, you know, an altar call and stuff like uh-huh. that. And, and you then, did the biggest sketch of your life. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be nervous before. Yeah. No. I do love the idea no. of like, no. and right after yeah. the altar call, you'll get to do a skit and it's going to be yeah. really Randy good. Newman. <laughs> the first Who wants year. to know the Lord? <laughs> Raise your hand. Who wants to know the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> no kids raised their hand. I don't know why that was. <laughs> Five kids raised their hands to leave the church, <laughs> the church and never Maybe be a Christian again. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, what was your role on those gospel well, nights? Well, the first you? year we did like a very dramatic sketch. Where there was something about like my favorite sketch, a dramatic sketch. <laughs> no, it was not good. It did not feel good. Was it the Ragman? Oh, or was it like a homeless oh. guy? No, I, I remember that one. Oh, no. Yeah, they did the Lifehouse song. I didn't do that one. Ragman. I did the one where they they had the orange and they stabbed it. You put yeah nails in the orange. We just heard about this. Yes, we just heard about this. This is like an epidemic. Yes, like damaged orange from our last guest last week. And then the twist is like Jesus gives them a new one. That's right. You didn't feel good about it at the time? No. Or later? I just, I think it felt fine at the time. I didn't, wasn't, I wasn't thinking that deeply about it at the time, but I knew, like, there was something in me that was like, am I scaring kids into making a commitment right now? <laughs> this feels weird. It just, yeah. it, it's not like, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's not like it's a horrible message or something, but. Am I scared, scaring children? Hmm. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's like a, a friend. 
<laughs> you are this orange kid. <laughs> you got a nail in me. Imagine it's like Gallagher just smashing a fruit That's in front of a crowd. It's yeah. the evangelical Gallagher. Yeah. Is this orange crap we've been hearing about. Jeez. That's yeah. crazy. Citrus crazy. Gallagher. Yeah. Equally um. problematic in a lot of ways. <laughs> Well, we've heard about both of your guest emotes in the past on previous episodes. If you want to check those out, check that out. The Switchfoot episode and the Reliant K episode. Two of the Ooh, most famous right. Christian, not Christian, question mark bands the big ones. that the we could there. ever cover. Uh, I saw I'm them sh- when they went on tour together. I did Whoa. too. Yeah, back That's in like right. 2007. I was or, there. But not together. Yeah, they came to my college. They sang that Habitat for Humanity song. That's right. I remember that. Because they raised money for Habitat yeah. for Humanity. Because oh, of the cool. fires, right? It was like fires oh, yeah. that year. Yeah. yeah. But they wrote a song about it. Uh-huh. I laughed I about that. that. Like, that was so stupid that they would do that. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Cheery. <laughs> it was funny That's that you got a, it, a real answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I think I was just surprised. Just two yeah. sincere boys reminiscing. <laughs> yeah. About well, the bands they care about. I remember the they, they, care they did. About. I remember when Reliant K, they did like some Christmas songs and they had like all these inflatables come out. And like Santa Claus, like came down from the ceiling, <laughs> what? and on like a like a rope. This is Reliant K. Yeah. Oh, and I remember Matt Teeson saw that it was shiny and started clapping at it. Right? He was like, "Oh, balloons!" So, wait, he's real? Do you guys stop this song? <laughs> guys, get off your meds. Santa's real. <laughs> oh man, wait, inflate. That's making me think of those. <laughs> <laughs> like a child's birthday party. Yeah, like my favorite video on the internet is this uh, snowman on a pageant. It's like a person inside of a snowman costume. I've and never then, like, seen that. And then like sachets all off the stage. And then they they like it. eat it and fall off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> that is an evil laugh. It's so big. It's You're taking so much joy <laughs> in that. You like it when like people get hit in the nards too, right? <laughs> the nards. I love it when I they mean, get hit in the nards. should kind of be up your alley. It's like <laughs> big boys hurting themselves <laughs> to the glory of God. <laughs> we'll get to it but yeah when the, when the guy's just running chest first into a bunch of two by fours okay but before we get uh, to it we've heard your guest mice before you can check out those episodes to hear those before uh but i want to check in and see like what god means this is a question i asked uh one of our recent guests on a patreon <laughs> you really episode threw it at him out of nowhere. i did but you know it's you know it's a, it, whatever pause there is you can always edit out people think it's like a broadcasting in real time it's not it's true there's pauses there's edits there's cuts but like what god means to you today if anything has like changed or evolved if at all and it's okay if it hasn't since the last time you were here that's a great question kevin uh thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's all i, I need. Don't you don't have to answer I, no I'm happy just to answer. seconds ago he's talking about someone getting hit in the nards <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the kind of breakneck speed that and you can expect from good christian fun um no i don't think a whole lot has changed for me i know in my testimony i like I've like ended it in like, well, I don't know what the hell's going on mm-hmm. and still very much feel that way. Um, but um, yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's great. I love it. I like that. An icona pop theology. I don't care. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> that song is so spiritual to me. Yes. <laughs> you love the freedom of it, would you say? Or like the, yeah, I, I just, I, I've never like, I think the, like I was so, praised for being so strong in my convictions growing up mm-hmm. and just being like yes i know what truth is i know what my my life is about and i think i've Im- just embracing doubt has never felt so magical yeah so, i get that yeah. yeah that's great well finally feeling like the permission and license and actually exactly, feeling yeah. it not in a way is like am i being bad right now but yeah. it's like no this is like secure and good uh-huh. yeah that's like a that's a really valuable point in your life to get to yeah 
That's cool. What about you, Nate? Like, how do you how do you think things have changed even in the last year? I I would say I've become more open minded than I was before. Like, I I don't know everything, but I'm just kind of open to to whatever. I'm not that into church right now. I don't really like going very much. <laughs> um, but we go to a very open minded church, which I like. Yeah. I, for the most part. We've gone three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we occasionally but we go. You, you've go. driven by, you've driven by it multiple <laughs> times. True. Yeah. Like you've I seen don't know. I always feel like I have to say that when you say when you tell people like, yeah, we're going to this church. I was like, we, we don't go every week. Barely. The way but, I yeah. the way I do church now is uh I just see if I feel like going when I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. on Sunday. And it's mostly no. And mostly I'm like, ah, Typically I think I'm good. no. We're at like yeah. a ninety ten. Well Nate wakes up and there's like a crucifix on one end of the room and then a bowl of cereal on the other and I'm he just kind of looks back looks forth <laughs> looks back looks forth and then he takes the crucifix dunks it in the cereal yeah he, he, he used the crucifix <laughs> as a spoon oh my god like, thanks god <laughs> you get you a man who could do both <laughs> <laughs> that's fine but that's that's a real thing is like uh church attendance anxiety right because you want something i think in certain relationships especially with like a certain kind of person or even like with family when they're like well, how's church going? Because right, it's like it's like yeah. one of the check-in points when you're an adult with like I think religious or spiritual people are like, "How's church? How are your friends uh-huh. from church?" and yeah. mm-hmm. and people people ask about that. So I right. get wanting to like kind of claim attendance maybe more than is a is <laughs> yeah. a reality. Yeah, I can tell my I can tell my parents are um, getting more curious about what's going on with me because it's a lot of uh, asking like, "So what's the deal with church?" And then like with my dating life too, it's like, "Well, I, you know, I just think." That you'll find a nice girl at church, you know. It's oh like, yeah. You know the church questions are coming a little more often, which I coming uh, more hot and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like the church thing, at least as far as like when parents are asking, it's usually a barometer for like how unmoored you are in the world, or like whether <laughs> or not you have like correct. some sort of anchor in your life. And yeah. like I think that also goes with having a partner or whatever, mm-hmm. like in a job. They just want to make sure that like, you're not yeah. just totally floating out there with nothing. And they don't want to ask like. Are you good, bro? Yeah, yeah. And it's not even so much maybe a theology question. It's just like, are you, you know, like, are there people looking out for you maybe? Or are you looking out for yourself? I think with our parents, it's, yeah, I think you're right. It's not, it's not like, do you still believe in the propitiation of the Bubba? But like, it's (laughs) not, it's nothing to do with that. It is cultural in that sense. It's about like stability and what is a good life and kind of the four quadrants of mm-hmm. like you have this, you have your work, you have your friendships, and then you have church stuff. Yeah. You got, it's like it's like filling that bucket in right. a way. Yeah, my mom the other day asked me like if I was going to somewhere and I was like, I don't know, kind of, not really. I, I'm just sort of like enjoying mm-hmm. the freedom or something. And she didn't like get mad at me. She just said like, what about, you know, blank church you used to go to and um how how about that? And I was like, yeah, I, I don't think I would ever go back there. And she was like, oh, you just loved it so much. And it like, what? <laughs> like stuck with me for a long time. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I did. That's okay. I don't like it anymore. And like, it really, it like lodged in my mind more than her being like, well, you should, you know, or something right. like that. Oh yeah. Let's just, because. Like I was joyful there in a way or something. Well, I think she was mourning your loss of joy, which was like inevitable, but true. And then you had to do it too. When confronted <laughs> yeah. with like, Oh yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. And also like, am I less happy? I don't know. And I, <laughs> but I think it's better ultimately. And also it's my convictions and all this other stuff. So yeah. I think it's better ultimately. Yeah. With, with church stuff for me, I feel like <laughs> it is functioning in a way now where it's like, Hey, I just like new friends. I want to get some new friends, yeah. man. <laughs> that would yeah. be the only reason I think I would go right now that would like really, that I really, really want to. Yeah. I'd be like, 
I need to make friends. And Kevin's got the hookup. Unfortunately, it does still work. Yeah. <laughs> like you still can make new friends <laughs> that way. And I know sometimes that's like a cheap ass. And again, like going to somewhere where you have like a clean conscience about what they affirm and believe, especially with people groups like there's that element too but then just like the social stuff is good it's still good like i still i still swear by it i even tell people who aren't christians like when they're like i'm in a new city how do i make go to church they'll be they have to be nice <laughs> yeah. to you i love that that's actually probably pretty good advice where are yeah. you gonna meet friends you meet them at work mm-hmm. you meet them uh doing your podcast and then you meet, <laughs> and them, then you at meet them at like the volleyball league at church or whatever <laughs> like you don't even have to go to the service yeah oh it's like the extra stuff like wine night or yeah. volleyball Volleyball night, right. or like pin the tail on the Kevin night. Wine night or, is communion, though, so hey. you will need to participate. <laughs> Eat the body of Christ. You got a tail? <laughs> <laughs> I do that night. Uh, <laughs> oh, here, here was my uh, discussion, discussion question oh, before yeah. we actually get into the topic in lieu of a testimony, and I'll open this up and again take all the pauses you want. Hey, <laughs> Just curious. Caroline was looking you at my planned? notes. Okay. My first discussion question, maybe the only one, is. What's something happening in your life, either on a large or a personal level, that you'd like to ask God about and get a definitive answer on? The thing is that you will get an answer back. You will get an answer back. You will know something for certain. Mm. Maybe there's like a mystery or something you're unclear on or even like, and maybe that's a macro thing like, well, suffering, how does that happen? Mm. Or it's like, why is this person such an asshole to build her? Like it can be something like that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what makes chocolate so good <laughs> actually i'll probably have to ask satan that one okay <laughs> chocolate's <my> sinful <laughs> i'm sorry keep thinking uh, <laughs> i think i would probably ask about uh like how how do you justify evil or 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 just like bad things in the world with like a good god like what's what's the answer to that question? Like why do bad things happen? Basically, cause, yeah, because I think a riff or maybe one of mine would be, are you in control or not? Right. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to ask too. Are you in control or not? Because it's almost Can like... You m- change anything here? Because mm-hmm. if you're good, but you're still in control, it's like, well, maybe There's some bad stuff going on. It's not so good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're not in control to that degree and all this like semantical whatever about like, well, he allowed the enemy, he allowed Satan, he allowed such and such and so and so to happen. It always feels like a cop out. It never mm. doesn't feel like that. Yeah. I think I also want to know when I die. I think you want to know when or yeah. how? Do you want to know how? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he wants to throw in how, that's cool. But I think I'm good with when. You're going to get hit by a train. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You would just you would just never go near trains. Yeah, yeah. that would be a curse. I can't really, go on trains. But then that's like the irony, twins. like that causes your death. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it? I'm just it's in like a, final a final destination, destination. Yeah, situation. Final destination movie now. No, nothing <laughs> like comically bad will happen to me. I just know it, and then I can like proceed with my life as such. One of mine was going to be, when do my parents die? Ooh. Is that, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I was about to say, is that sad? But of course it's sad. <laughs> of course it's sad. Is that sad to you guys? Because me, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm having a chuckle over here. <laughs> Why do you want to know from God when your parents die? To know how much time I have. Yeah, just planning. Uh, okay. Logistics. It, just Thanksgiving plans. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. Just like, do I need to buy a ticket this I year really or not? Can I do a cheap present? You know? <laughs> What am I getting for Christmas? Like, what's going on? <laughs> just travel. 
travel. It's travel prices. Am I budgeting for an inheritance? I don't know this year. <laughs> they're, in, they're in Oklahoma. I have to fly home to see that. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, well, I think about my life not in the timeline of my own life right now, but I think about on their timeline because it's like how long, you know, because there's a weird part of me that'll be like, am I dead now once they die? Because if it's the people that gave you life, and in my case, I do have a good relationship with both of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how much of my significance ceases when they cease? Because I feel like so much of everything I do is kind of just to them in a you know in a bigger small yeah, way or like they've stored all the memories of your life in a big way they got it who knows me better mm-hmm. and on on some level so mm-hmm. so it's like this weird i guess it's like an existential notion of like what meaning does my life have and of course it does but like what meaning will it like transmute to once like my parents pass or like how people deal with that because I do think about my life so much primarily as like, okay, how can I make my parents proud with this? Or how can I do this? Or how can I? So so that would be a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I completely agree with that. Really? I, I see like my life through my parents' lens of me too often oh. to a point where I, it's like limiting at times. Yeah, and it needs to, the to like, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, especially growing up in the church with them and, you know, just, you, you know, your whole life you're trying to, you know, please your parents and do the right thing. And then you get stripped of that and you're out in the world and then it's like, oh yeah, oh, kind of don't want to say ass in this Instagram video <laughs> or like whatever. Like yeah. it could be seriously anything. It's mostly I'm just like, cousins. what's or, my mom going to think of this? Or fucking this Julia Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> post. <laughs> Kevin got an email from his mom. I got an email from my mom. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is too fucking hot or something like that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. (laughs) Essentially. I said. I'll say it right now. (laughs) It's effed up that the funniest person alive also looks like this. That's why I said it. And then I got a very, I got a sweet email from my mom saying, son, I love you with all my heart, unconditionally, forever and ever. That being said, please don't say the F word in your time. Or the B word. That's or not, the D or word. Or the S word. Or yeah. any profession. She can't say unconditional. That is a condition. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, she didn't stop love. loving me. She's just like, <laughs> I won't love you anymore I th- <laughs> if you use these words. Oh, no. I think it's like this very uh, former generation concept of like employers might see that. Yeah. And then they won't hire you. When it's like the employers I want to hire me, baby. Love they want that. more fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that they oh, what you guys are saying about your parents is really messing me up. Because I think it's true in that, like you, um, <laughs> I think I still, to a big degree, and then I don't think this is crazy. Think that like no one knows me better than like my mom. Yeah, and she will remember, and and then like also be able to like chart if i'm on track or not of like being the right person who i am or something oh wow Wow, that was really real um (laughs) yeah because she keeps the score better than anybody yeah or and like has a great affection for me and everything and so i don't think she's like a uh you know a menace or like a foul player in the situation there's no one more invested yeah so invested so Mm -hmm. invested but i feel like uh especially in like these last few years, it's been a lot more of like spreading that out and and not totally tying my identity to hers and that kind of thing that's growing up Nate, you need to be more inve- invested, man. Yeah, I should be. Yeah. But I can't. In Caroline, you're saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, take the pressure off. So that I take no, the place of her mom. No, he puts on a blonde wig every once in a while. Miss fires me. <laughs> but I'm in on it, and I'm like, Mom, not here. Mom, you have to call if you're going to visit. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's messed up. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> no, I can't. You respect my boundaries <laughs> on one condition. <laughs> okay, no, what is talk. it? <laughs> okay. That's my mom. Get the frick out of my house. <laughs> Ah <laughs> oh, man. Well, we both love our parents. We all love our parents. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. what we're yeah, saying. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you feel about your relationship with with your parents, Nate? Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you guys are saying. Like I I think a lot of life is trying to make them proud and and kind of seeing myself in the way that they see me. But I mean, I'm I'm in my 30s now, so it's like I want to I want to have some kind of a healthy boundary where I'm not always trying to do what they want me to do or or follow some kind of a script that they that they have written for me, you know. But yeah. they're pretty they're they're pretty laid back. Like my parents don't put a lot of pressure on me. I know. Really. And same with mine, which is almost uh, harder because there's some like opaqueness. Because there is something like there's something that's hard about the parents that are like, okay, you're gonna do this. You're gonna become a doctor. Right. Uh, here's the four year plan. You gotta go to this school, not that school. And we love you, but also do these things. And then there's something about like we love you no matter what. And then you're like. But do you really? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's always, secret yes. thoughts. Right. There's always this like <laughs> suspicion if you're not fulfilling like the conventional, uh, not even traditional, but just like the ways that that age of people conceived of success or a good life mm-hmm. that there might be some sort of letdown so you know yeah doing but the they're calculus, like too nice to say it yes because, yes yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because they were they were like that in college with me they were like which is that, good which is like better great. you no, know no of course <laughs> and but, it's like our need for validation of like but do you really think it's a good job like do you I'll stop saying shit. I know. It's, like, it's this <laughs> twisted thing. It's like, do I want to get yelled at? Like, do I want punishment I? right now? Uh, we're four lucky, very, very lucky people yeah. who like our parents and want yeah. them to be proud of us. Well, yeah, to right. quote Rami Malik, I'm a fan of my mom. I too. I'm a fan of my mom hey. and my dad. Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, the second discussion question, Caroline, just give me a three word answer for before we go to the break. Okay. If you could ask God to undo one thing happening in the world right now, what would it be? Using three words? Uh, one sentence. We'll say one sentence. Three words. Kevin was born. All right. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, imagine a world, if you will, where you have an extra hour in your day. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to go for a run? Are you going to take a nap? Are you going to read a book? Are you, hey, you know, listeners of this show... Are you going to pray? Are you going to perhaps read not only a book, but maybe the good book? Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what it is that's important to you and to make that a priority. And guess what can help you do that? Therapy. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And I can attest to this personally. I've been in therapy for 11 years now, and it has helped me tremendously to figure out my priorities, to figure out where my time is going and why, and how to focus on the things I need to focus on and shy away from the things that I actually don't care about, but I just kind of get in autopilot and I'm not feeling and dealing. 
and tuning into my body in real time, therapy helps with all of that. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GoodChristianFund today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GoodChristianFund. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Let's dive in to this topic. Mm. Kevin's a person, and he's my friend. Come on, let's go. <laughs> the power team. Power team. Power Arr. team. The power team. Everyone might have had different relationships to the power team here in the room. My relationship to the power team was that I went and saw the power team when hey. I was a young boy. No way. Wow. The, they come to your church? Well, the founder of the power team, John Jacobs, heavily featured in this Yeah. Uh, Movie? Video that we watched. Yeah. He was an Oral Roberts University graduate, so he was from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I think this was shot in Tulsa, Oklahoma, primarily. Oh, wow. or I think it, I think he used a bunch of different footage. Uh, Oral Roberts, also uh, Joel Osteen's an alum, as is my sister. That's right. <laughs> yep. And the, <laughs> I think I've said this before, the commencement speaker at her graduation was Dr. Ben Carson. That's really? Whoa. Wow. Just looking everywhere. She loved it. She loved it. She hates Christianity because of Oral Roberts University. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I get it. I freaking get it. Uh, the power team. Let's do some quick history on the power team because we all watched a video called Power Connection <laughs> for today's podcast mm -hmm. this is a different so we usually do like a movie or a tv show or like an album or an artist this is a group of like traveling evangelists basically yeah i would say an, an evangelical spectacle it is it harkens back to that day of like tent big tent revival stuff like in the south like with you know yeah, like mixed in, with like a circus yeah that's but that's what that is <laughs> like big tent revival stuff is like showmanship and ah bah, 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 like the, it's yeah, the yeah, charismatic yeah. stuff yeah so uh the history of it is this guy john jacobs from oral roberts he worked in prison ministry he so he would go to prison and like try to talk to people about jesus and the gospel and then he was noticing wasn't working at all no one was showing up and then <laughs> According to this, there's a great write-up about the power team in Vice, if you want to check that out. Very informative, very concise. And one of the guards or one of the police officers working at the at the prison said, oh, why don't you try breaking handcuffs and doing like a feat of strength? Huh. Maybe they'll get into that. So as like 
a piece of bait or showmanship, he would be like, and like break <laughs> handcuffs and, yeah. and guys would show up. I think the guard also told him how to do it. He's like, oh, you just, it's just leverage. Like, right. <laughs> so oh yeah. The guard was like, oh yeah. Just these try guys, real hard. <laughs> was like, you don't have to be strong. <laughs> these guys have all, yeah, they're in full control here. So it was founded in the late 1970s and it became, it was kind of drafting off the popularity of things like WrestleMania and American Gladiators at the time. Cause now it seems like this really weird artifact of like, what are these like, husky men doing just breaking so shit thick like yeah. i i'd forgotten that bodybuilder used to be just like <laughs> hunky you know just like like truly the next the like width big. of caroline's height <laughs> some real chonk to some it real chonky boys i mean you could say dummy thick one They're, could say dummy thick. Say, what's a dummy thick uh big boys and yeah and then on top of that they're wearing like jump track suits that have accentuated the shoulders like there's for sure padding in there so they look even bigger and like wider and then just like their faces are like they all look the same they all have like the same haircut i know they kind of um, look like the the koopas and the super mario <laughs> brothers movies. Just, you know, like swishing around in those suits. yeah i'm getting ahead of myself we've all been yeah. stung by bees <laughs> they're all swollen yeah a little bit puppy face. and they they swish where that they did not do steroids they said we have been tested okay. but that was said from stage and there wasn't like a citation of, and like, lance armstrong said Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so they would do like five day kind of residencies at different places and they would get gradually into it because this is also drafting off a lot of the popularity of like dare culture and like don't do drugs it's gonna mm-hmm. mess you up you're gonna die so they would do like just feats of strength for the first couple of days and not talk about jesus or the gospel and then they would kind of gradually unpeel i think they do it differently now because i think the jig is up on like <laughs> what they are what the power team yeah. is. <laughs> but they would like do these feats of strength which include uh blowing up hot water bottles that was weird chopping stacks of bricks in half <laughs> chopping stacks of bricks on fire in half <laughs> running into a pile of two by fours ripping apart piles of phone books ripping apart license plates breaking what? baseball bats over their thighs running into blocks of ice chopping stacks of blocks of ice <laughs> am i missing any oh and breaking the chains and breaking like yeah, handcuffed stuff breaking. yeah and the uh, metaphor just a quick addition to that like they were they were going to schools usually like public schools and doing their dare style lecture and then like they would tease to the kids like okay but if you want to hear if you want to see like the real stuff come to this and so the idea was like they would get the children to beg like mommy mommy take me to power team on friday night <laughs> and, then, and my mommy did and your mommy did she and did, then uh, they would fill like today. stadiums of people and it was like a very calculated marketing like scheme they did and then if you wanted the power team to come it wasn't like the power team would just come to your church for the day they'd be like okay well you need to raise you know like five thousand dollars and you need to guarantee these many people here and also churches had to um supply like the bricks and the ice and stuff <laughs> what yes like so you know they're not fake yes yeah, so like they had to get that stuff donated like they had to accommodate the power team so much <laughs> to, to get travel to with that much ice i <laughs> yeah. will say <laughs> and apparently too they were like all traveling with their wives and children too which i found out because they would like <laughs> when they were when they were like passing around the donation bucket they would be like you know, if you want us to keep doing this and to make sure our wives and children can come, like you have to do this. And then they would bring up one of the men's children, like a little girl to be like, like Please. do you love the power team? Yeah. And be like, yeah. Do you yeah. love your daddy? Yeah. Do you love Jesus? Yeah. And then be like, 
so this little girl could keep coming on these shows. Like, and it was like this weird sympathy thing that they would do. And that was the only time they would ever mention women or children, by the way, was when they were talking about how they're carting their families around. Be- because this is foreman by men, for sure. Four like, big boys. By, <laughs> by the, the biggest, biggest boys, boys in the world. Scene. <laughs> oh, and then like other fun sets. Uh, one, uh, Todd Keene, who's currently the president of Power Team, it's still going. P.S. Uh, he yeah. estimates they've they've had twenty broken arms over the years and seven full knee reconstructions oh from gosh. their stunts. So it is just like I mean, it gets into like kind of like the injury count of like professional wrestling and stuff like that, which I'm sure is the appeal for a lot of these guys. John Jacobs, the founder, uh, he eventually did leave in 2000. Uh, they filed for bankruptcy in 2002. He got divorced, which is like whatever. But in ministry, it had like some obviously baggage attached to it yeah. he was arrested for assault in 2001 he assaulted a power team member like yeah, over he, he the business he slammed him into a wall yeah, yeah. like cause that power sounds that, like the show though yeah. <laughs> he does it in front of a yeah, live audience yeah and 20 people were saved it was <laughs> yeah. really beautiful <laughs> yeah I mean he, he was like arrested by, it was worth it <laughs> Can you imagine Eternally. if Cirque du Soleil is just like all these acrobats just beating the crap out of each other? <laughs> being like, whoa, cool. Wow. <laughs> so skilled. I saw God that night. <laughs> and so the then Keen takes over. Now they're called the Power Team 2.0. Yeah, and there was like the Strength Team. Yeah, all these like splinter one. groups. Yeah, there was Team Impact. Team Impact. That was some, yeah, that was one of the splinter groups yeah. that came off yeah. of it. Because I think John Jacobs might have, I mean, this is all speculation because his teammates are good people you know mm-hmm. like aren't ratting him out but I think he just got like way too powerful probably sounds like he got too big for his purchase <laughs> <laughs> he could fill out a tracksuit okay um, and maybe got a little bit corrupt and like he was claiming they were making like 11 million dollars a year or something like that which is so much money for a ministry <laughs> to be making yeah and to go from that to bankrupt yeah a little fishy uh, yeah, yeah a little fishy and I don't you're not know. buying your own ice <laughs> yeah, yeah right. like the what hell? are you yeah it's like travel costs <laughs> I guess so I do and wanna... all these little girls that have to <laughs> yeah, carry all these around tiny girls yeah, they demand yeah, first class child <laughs> actors in every city that they go to look into her eyes and give us uh, money oh so that's context yeah yeah well another quick side one another way they would ask for money is um john jacobs would come out and he would hold up like these framed pieces of paper and he'd be like this is from the 1613 edition of the new king james bible and one of you, three of you could walk home with one of these pages tonight <laughs> if you write a check for $1,000. And I believe the Holy Spirit will call three people. Were they real artifacts? Right I don't know. Like, there's no way to check it now. I there's doubt no it. I very seriously so doubt weird. it. But yeah, and so then, uh, like, probably a plant in the crowd would be, like, the first person to raise their hand. And hopefully, like, two or three more people would write a check for $1,000 right there. I want to say there's pictures of me with one of the power team members. Yeah. Really. Okay. So what was it like when you saw them? I have no memory of it, but I just oh, no. have vague memory. Of okay. it. I have like sense memory. I must have been, cause this was, this would have been in Tulsa. So it was, I was under the age of five okay. when I went. So it was very b- opaque to me. A little tiny. Yeah. Teeny tiny cat. Weren't no cat dog. Next to, uh, what? <laughs> It wasn't no cat dog. It was not, no. But it put in me this desire that would one day be fulfilled I want to be on stage someday. I want to see all kinds of creatures on stage. <laughs> Get in the bathtub with them. Uh, here's a, to, for a little more context, uh, we're going to watch this video in the room. This is a- com- is that a new one? It's a commercial for Power Team 
from 1996. You can find this on like a Vimeo page. I do encourage listeners to watch this because it is a very good commercial from 1996. Yeah, I know. Nothing cool ever happens around here. Wow, the power team's coming. Awesome. Yeah. Get that man an Oscar. That dad was pissed. George? Fucking hate my kid. We see his heart soften. What? It's a helicopter? Don't worry. Help is on the way. You're like a SWAT team. The power team. The world's greatest exhibition. Oh my gosh. Whoa! Strength. Inspiration and motivation. Your family will never be the same again. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Even the dad liked it. Uh, wow. Dads and boys. So that was the saved. kind of like dad and boy excitement the power team was <laughs> looking to stir up across the nation. Wow. Non diverse but dad and boy excitement. And then okay, I have I before we actually talk about the video, I have one more clip to play. And this is from the time that the power team may have done a little TV show called Walker, Texas Ranger. What? Handcuff me in a pair of police handcuffs. And I'm going to try to snap those chains. Before I do, I want to ask for every one of your undivided attention. (laughs) Every single young person in this school today is either a dream maker or a dream breaker. What I mean by that is a dream maker is somebody who helps other people reach their goals and dreams. A dream breaker is someone who steals their goals and dreams. That man is unhealthy. A dream maker is somebody who leaves a trail of people who are better off. He's dripping. But a dream breaker leaves a trail of broken, damaged lives. They are really unbelievable. Yes, they are. (laughs) She's amazed by that. John Jacobs started the power team about 20 years ago. And their message has saved a lot of kids. You know, sometimes they're... Drug dealers are looked up to because they have a wad of cash or maybe some gold chains or that kid sports gets caught in the parking lot or a pretty <laughs> girlfriend. But don't be fooled, my friend. In five years, they'll either be dead in a crack house or in prison. <laughs> They're users. And I want to challenge you to recognize who the users are in this school. And today, as I try to break these handcuffs, be a narc for the Lord. I guess drug dealers aren't people. To snap the chains of your past and realize. The users and the fake friends, you don't need them. They won't be there when you're in trouble. But I will. <laughs> right now, I'm going to call up one of you to put these handcuffs on me. And how about you in the front row? Yeah, you right there. Yeah, you. Come on up here. Oh, what are the odds? It's that kid. Oh, my God. Oh, that is. This turns into a Lifetime movie where they get handcuffed together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's a Uh, rom-com between this large man and a boy. (laughs) I can't believe how long this is. Yeah, I'm kind of sure. He ends up breaking the chains, whatever. Wow. (laughs) Okay, I lied. I have one more Oh, my gosh. This is the best one. These are great. This is from when the power team auditioned on America's Got what? No. what is happening right it's now? It's a short Wait, clip. Wait, Power Team 2.0? I think so, because okay. it's post, you know, 2000. Yeah. And it's a short clip, and I did not 
put the music that's under it under it but it feels like i did <laughs> but i promise you this isn't a funny edit or a trick this is just what's on youtube okay. so here it is the power team's audition for america's, america's got talent again listener look this one up on your own time no. whoa <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're all completely bonkers aren't you Awesome they played awesome powers. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and it's just them running at the two by fours. <laughs> like wow. With no like grace or athleticism. And cutting like, back to Sharon Osbourne and Hasselhoff, just like what? what are we it looks like at? chaos. Like they're doing it all at the same time. <laughs> oh my god. What if they won? The, can, they, can they get a show? <laughs> no, there's Piers Morgan saying, you're all bonkers. <laughs> it's so upsetting to watch most of these because, like, you can tell it's a little bit of magic, you know, that, like, they've set up the the blocks, but they have, like, little things in between them, which makes it easier, and, like, the first thing cracks the second thing. Or, like, the ice might be hollow inside, or just, like, all this oh, basic sure. stuff where you're like, I mean... Probably do it's it. like watching magicians almost it it's like, like you're it, not yeah. or it or it, it truly is like a pro wrestling aesthetic right it's a lot of like misdirection and of yeah. like are you can you believe it these are real <laughs> handcuffs they are in front of me not behind me so it's a lot easier but I, still and I, I have duct tape my wrists i can't get over the method of running into something <laughs> yeah. it's so different than like chopping something <laughs> yeah, or just kicking like running into a just wall just using your whole body to <laughs> sort of throw like yourself a dumb kid yeah. running yes. through like the screen okay door I have to play this. This is the when in the video they run to, through the four two by four. Yeah, it's so it. much. We've got four, four two by fours, four regular two by fours taped together. Barry Hanley's gonna flex his chest and explode four two by fours. Barry, the time before last you tried this, what happened? I don't want to mention that, John. Well, what, where did you end up two hours later that night? At PP hospital. Myself. He was in the hospital. This man's going to receive an impact to his chest that would explode a normal man's chest. Explode, explode a normal Good man's God. chest. And then he just runs, he runs into it. Loads. I think he doesn't break it the first time. He doesn't. He just falls <laughs> down. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my so God. So only, like, okay. rumbles back up. <laughs> The video we watch, it's called Power Connection. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. But it's basically, it cuts between these monologues and like these like evangelical, like, here's a story of something that was down out, or maybe that guy was me and I was addicted to this. And then I came in, Jesus, blah, 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 blah. And then that interspersed with insanely disgusting looking imagery of like chroma keyed out yeah. bodies and chaos happening. It's so hard it's to like follow for, what's happening. Everything is like CGI layered on top of each other, but it's like it's old zooming editing. in and out. I legit got a headache watching it, this. Yeah. Like I've, I was in pain. It yeah. truly <laughs> looks like an acid trip. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it was just extended songs. And it's yeah, just like songs played. You couldn't even yeah. really see the feats that they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Like you could maybe make it out over like all the layers of things, but the then it would just get to the monologue. Again. Right. But I really wanted to play this just because of the testimonies. <laughs> because, oh. because again, like the feats of strength and all that stuff is very visual. Won't translate to a podcast. I well, you can look that up later if you want to, but you know, testimonies <laughs> like four years ago, I walked into a bar. So chained up with insecurity <laughs> and feelings of inadequacy and depression and discouragement. I walked inside a bar and the door shut behind me inside this big bad bar. I was walking in 
And all my friends were inside. And the door shut behind me. And right when the door shut, Jesus took the blinders out my and rolled them right off my eyes. And inside of that bar, for the first time in my life, I saw the world for what it really had to offer me. You know what it was? A big fat zero. Shirley Temple. I got in my car. I drove to my wife. We got inside our apartment. My wife went and sat on the couch. I paced back and forth in the living room like a lion who was chained down to everything the world passed by him. And I was chained down with no happiness. I said, I've looked all my life to find one thing to make me feel like I've always wanted to feel, and I've never been able to find it. Sounds like Matt Foley. Yeah, (laughs) just all this yelling. (laughs) And I walked over to my wife, and I know everyone why I said this to her, but I looked her in the eye. He's a Borat fan. And I said, Jaina. We're about to find out. I said, how do I do it? And my wife looked me back and said, what do you mean? I said, how do I do it? She said, what do you mean? Sex. I said, how do I pray? And my wife got up off the couch. She walked over to me. She grabbed a hold of my hand. We walked into the other room. I knelt down right next to her. You want to know something? Yes. You think you're a big man until the day comes in your life when you realize that you're absolutely nothing and you better humble yourself in the sight of an almighty God. And there I was on my knees. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 I was on my knees with my wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> right next to me. Wow. And I was holding her hand. My wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> Person. I'm a Christian. Uh, so stuff like that. It It is basically like WWE stuff. But yeah. instead of fighting each other, they're all fighting Satan. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a lot of the stories they told were way more like, email forwardy sounding of like just last week i was at a school and a teen girl came up to me and she said check this out and she showed me her arm oh i gotta play that i was at a high school the other day and a girl walked up she says look john jacobs she pulled her john jacobs Jacobs. the man in front of me me the most sickening sight i had ever seen her arms looked like they had been scraped with some kind of razor and i said what happened she said, Because I'm, I'm ignorant. So <laughs> I did <laughs> She had taken a huge eraser and had tried to erase all over her body. I just Whoa. said, Ew. Don't be surprised. I've gotten five letters this month from children who've tried to erase themselves. I've never heard of that. You know what they're saying? Who can stop the pain? That's Are you listening to me now? How many of you know we live in a painful society? Uh, me. Do yeah, you smell does. what God is cooking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does a Basically. lot of like who can stop the pain. But that there's a lot of um like I'm sure very real teens that go and talk to John Jacobs and tell him that like they were about to kill themselves and then see his show stop yeah. them. Which maybe that did happen. I don't know. I don't think they said look hey, here, John Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> and also so messed stuff that like someone who's clearly like has a, like cutting behavior or something he's like it was the most disgusting thing yeah, I've awesome. ever seen oh, yeah. <laughs> it was nasty horrible cover that up <laughs> like very real stuff but yeah like teen suicide seemed to be a big one for them that they were like really honing in on and then yeah. on top of that it was like losing your dad 
pornography, um, pornography, drugs, and alcohol or something. The five sins. Suicide, yeah. losing your dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would say it was like, it was really interesting. And I want to hear you guys think about it of like how uh, the, like the masculinity and like father roles played into what you were supposed to be doing as a Christian. Well, I think a big part of this too, and they say this in the documentary that has not come out yet all about the power team is that John Jacobs essentially had no dad. The guy who uh, was the leader of this, so I'm sure a lot of this was just like, okay, well, you know, this is a tough situation I was in, so what does being a man look like? Like, owning your manhood and, mm-hmm. and being the right kind of man, and like, so I'm sure that was a big part of the equation of, of, of running into that direction <laughs> so hard. Literally running yeah. into the two-by-fours <laughs> of that direction. Flaming <laughs> blocks of wood. Dummy <laughs> thick. With yeah. your dummy thick body. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what did you two think about it? Oh, it's so weird for me because I've never been like <laughs> a hyper masculine dude. Well, I don't know if you can tell. Well, this type of masculine. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. But even like, I don't know, like even like wasn't a huge jock. He wasn't, you know, it, you know, it was never part of my identity so much to where the point I'm like, it, where, like in that monologue, it's like, yeah, you think you're a big man, but you're nothing. It's like, I've never thought like, well, at least I'm a big man. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I do know, I'm very big. (laughs) I'm very large. (laughs) Yeah, so to think about the male role, I mean, the obsessive, like, masculine, what is my role in life? Like, I can see that having such a powerful effect for young boys. It like, Mm. I would so, if I went and saw this, I would be, pumped i mean i would now, be like, like current day now yeah right now at 31 <laughs> years old that would really jack like, me up here's my map finally and jeremy just my gets compass. yoked you just get huge <laughs> <laughs> what happened it's on the power team once <laughs> a lot of cereal changed my life no but but you're right in that yeah. like yeah if you're like me and like Nate, like it doesn't really speak to. Oh yeah, as the captain of the football team, I have been finding too much identity <laughs> in my tackling. <laughs> like, yeah. do do you guys ever feel like that kind of like? <laughs> it's it's physical too. It's like you have to be bulky. Like that's a big part of your masculinity. It, it's not even just being like strong or able to fight someone. It's like being physically imposing. <laughs> like, did that was that ever appealing to you? Was that ever tied to like your faith in any way? Just being big, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or like be, being like You're dummy thick for the Lord, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah, or like I get what you're the saying. idea of yeah. like being able to protect something, or I don't know. It just seems like so central to their whole metaphor yeah. that they're trying to do, which is like you're fighting the devil, and so we're symbolic, and like we're fighting essentially nothing, but our strength is like good. Oh, with lines like, uh... But ladies and gentlemen, I have some good news. If you think arms are big, wait till you see God's arms. Hey, I got good news. Guess what? Yeah, oh my God. Listen, the power of Jesus is able. There was another one where he said, uh... Jesus wasn't a sissy. He was the manliest man to ever lived, or something like that. And he like fought the devil on his own turf. Or oh something. yeah, this is- I just went and, and partied and and got drunk and got stoned and 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 partied with everybody. It was a wild man that all my friends would like me and I'd be accepted. Oh, sorry, I just played one of my voice memos. Oh, okay, <laughs> from your dad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I sent it to my dad. Okay. Because he won't calling. pick up the phone, <laughs> so I have to send him voice memos to update him on my life. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I was reading this long. Oh, I got the sissy quote. Hang on. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. In, in football, my, my coach happened to be a Christian, and he uh, I used to do sprints, and, and if I slacked once, he'd be on me because uh, he felt that, that being a Christian, you needed to be that much more tough. You needed to be that much more disciplined because the world looks at you as a sissy and a quitter already. Yeah, like they, I don't know what stereotype they're working on but there seems to be some stereotype that like Christians are wimpy yeah (laughs) like Christians are squares yeah like like thin nerds yeah (laughs) we're nerds yeah yeah and like that was the only thing keeping teens from like being Christian was like it's not cool yeah it was like oh it's that's for (laughs) for nerds (laughs) but like if we make Christianity cool by being also like big thick men that, that are just running into things yeah and like showing that <laughs> this is cool yeah <laughs> it is like a conception it's really strange of evangelical like of faith and of masculinity that seems to be aimed towards like we need to uh make a biff from back to the future a christian yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like that kind of guy like whatever but you're a wiener and also like wait, um, satan's a butt you want to come to church sometime like i would love to take yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that it seems like for that kind of guy or for the uh the children there's a montage of children looking at their their sweet faces uh when they perform child montage oh yeah Oh, <laughs> this is amazing. Just children just looking on in awe at the large men doing large things. <laughs> Where am I? There's me. That is you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yep. Bathtub. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Yeah, that mind is just wild. <laughs> so yeah, four children too. Four children yeah. specifically. You know, the more I listen to them, like some of it is like pseudo evangelical, just like saving things. But some of them kind of like really made me sad because I could tell like <laughs> their whatever like insecurity they were building on, they had like projected into all of Christianity of like you need to be a good dad and make sure you're there for your sons so that they don't like go drink or something like that because that's all that happened to me or like i need to be powerful so that like satan can't bowl me over with addiction or things like that and in that way it does feel like a christian flavored dare more than like an a, like a deeply theological like yeah. here's what the gospel means yeah. it's more like yeah don't do drugs and because jesus you yeah know? like the and scary it, world <laughs> is coming to get you yeah. and you just have to be strong enough what am i thinking of that there's that conference that uh dads used to go to oh What's promise keepers yes promise con Ke- oh. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think of promise keepers because it's almost like it's like promise keepers that you could take your son to mm-hmm. you know yeah. and you can yeah. like experience it together and be like oh hey here's a way to empower my son in the godly way yeah <laughs> yeah oh, i man. imagine like like well clearly that dad in the commercial like yeah. not taking care of his relationship with his kid and be like well here's instant bonding right here or something you know? <laughs> nothing ever happens in our town <laughs> just the power it. team's coming <laughs> <laughs> kick this stupid <laughs> water bottle down the railroad tracks <laughs> and then they pick it up and then <laughs> my two stand by yeah. me friends whoa the train comes they yeah. run yeah. from it they're always holding swords in their flyers and they never have swords in their act really bums me well it's the sword of the spirit 
I know, but I really like like it seems like everything else is pretty literal. Fighting. It seems like they could have used swords. Yeah. I feel You're like running your body into <laughs> start chopping walls. Like, you know, use start a sword, running, man. Running their body into swords. <laughs> <laughs> this is forgot. what happened to you last time you did this, Greg. Uh, I died. <laughs> I was dead for twelve hours. That's right. Uh, I lost way too much blood, and I can't feel my left arm. <laughs> My it's, whole body exploded. But uh, Satan <laughs> lost that day. Somehow. And they talk. They talk so much about commitment. This I love the teen studies. They interviewed thousands of teenagers, and they said, "What's the number one thing you respect?" Guess what they said? Pussy. <laughs> one word. <laughs> one word. Cool me. Commitment. We respect Coney. people that are committed. You know why? We I live love in our society today. Can you think of one teenager that never, not one? The coolest thing I can think <laughs> about. One of the pro football stars for pizza. the last <laughs> pizza. Pizza. Committed to finishing this pizza. I'm sure like 90% of the survey results were just like, if you. He said, why, coach? Because somebody younger might be a little bit faster. Guess what? Coach Tom Landry coached 25 years. He woke up one morning and saw in the paper he'd been released as coach. How many of you realize we live in a world it's where a loser. the one word they don't know I is commitment? It sounds like he's talking to his girlfriend that won't say yes. Yeah, no kidding. Marrying him. Yeah, truly. <laughs> commitment, commitment is cool. Teenagers say And I my said, wife. Denise! I mean, coach. I mean, coach. I mean, God, daddy. Although you do, you do have to respect a group of large men that did defeat a witch. She says, I know how to make you lose your power. And I said, what are you talking about? She says, sit in that chair, raise your arms. Now I'm going to pronounce a saying over you, and I'm going to draw the power right out of your body. I immediately knew she was a teenage witch. How many of you know the occult Sabrina is in every high name. school in America? Listen to this. So I, I didn't feel led to do it, so I volunteered one of the power team. Uh, I, the I, know, I know the occult. I said, I said guys... Brother, sit over there. I said, I said, go ahead and try it. Just try it. So she stood back and she said, watch this. She said, I've never failed. I've always been able to draw the power right out of their body. She moved her arms. She said some witchcraft saying in some language I didn't even know. And she'd been a breed. Spanish. <laughs> the whole time I'm standing there going, I bind this spirit in the name of Jesus. I bind this spirit in the name of Jesus. She's still trying. She walked over. She said, watch this. I'm going to push his arms down. Okay, and he bitch. can't stop me. She tried. And they didn't budge. And they didn't budge. And she said, I can't understand. She said, I'll do it again. She stood back and she started doing it again. She said, I've never failed. She says, I know how to do this. And she says, you can't stop me. And the whole time I'm standing there going, I bind this spirit in the name of Jesus. You see, there is a name above every other name. That every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And so, you know, witches. It gets into Mike Warnkey territory it's with that crazy. Yeah, he fully made that up. I, I assume that there's like modicums or like crumbles of truth and like their own stuff. Like when they cut to like a story where they're like, yeah, I was just a football player and I was a dumbass like doing coke and then blah, 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 blah. I do believe. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I get that. I got, I got that part. But when they're like, a teen walked up to me and said, Mr. John Jacob, sir, PhD, wherever shall I, like all these and like. And I was like, what are you talking about? All these like wild. Show me. Wild <laughs> stuff. Something I yeah. could never imagine. 50 million families injure each other every year in America. What does that mean? He, he just sounds like he's making that shit up. For sure. 
the pain. And he was talking about like domestic abuse. And that's the other interesting element of this is like he'll talk about like uh, <laughs> like random abuse or that guy. He tells that story of like the guy that went up at a party and like slept with a girl and then came downstairs and was oh. like, I just had sex. And then that girl like got withered to drugs. Away. Yeah. yeah, like over the course of oh. the year. And, it, and then talking about like abuse and, and families and what he doesn't say is like men are doing this Complacent, stuff. It's like yeah. families and like Satan is somehow getting in here <laughs> like messing this up or whatever. Instead of I being don't like, see a common denominator yeah, other like, than Satan. Meanwhile, watch me push my friend. Ready? Before <laughs> <laughs> you go. Yeah, like let me lift this log. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's so, uh, that dodginess like really bothered me. It really does. What was the thing he was saying where like, they're making fun of Jerry Falwell <laughs> oh, for yeah. going down a slide? <laughs> The news media has attacked the church, making fun of Jerry Falwell sliding down the slide, making a laughing stock of other Christian leaders, saying, trying to say it's a joke. You know what they're saying? I challenge your God. I challenge your God. I defy your God. How many of you know God will not leave a challenge unanswered? gonna kill your ass nightmare can't believe you just had that queued up that was so seamless it yeah. was amazing i did look up that jerry falwell thing he what was it slide? i uh, i don't know park? what the context was it what yeah but jerry falwell i think he was like retiring or something and there's like this man in a tuxedo at the top of a slide at a water park and he's like joking around jerry I'm like well don't forget to like wear your belt or something and Jerry's like okay well I don't know what's going on and like there's an ambulance right and they like do banter for a long time Uh and then I think he just went down the slide like in his suit at a water park and apparently the image is so funny that people just made fun of it for like oh I I actually have a clip of that (laughs) (laughs) there he goes bye Jerry like man I wish I was this is the only point where I wish I lived in that time when, like, the news media was airing Jerry clips Fall. of Jerry Falwell going down a water slide, <laughs> looking like a dink. Perhaps a simpler time. Oh, Perhaps. Uh, I mean, there was multiple classic songs about breaking away or breaking chains or or power. Break away! Ow! <laughs> Ow! And then they like they time it perfectly to. <laughs> But the songs just play the full three and a half minutes yeah. of the song was honestly like the I'm sorry I made you guys watch it, but just the most disgusting looking just nonsense. Str- bizarre. Like I don't know what they were trying to do. Just like like they were to, trying yeah. to like obfuscate what was actually going on because it's so underwhelming. Just a like mud on smoothie. Screen. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was so so bad. It was very funny. I do appreciate like <laughs> something so funny because john jacobs is basically just a televangelist like he's not Mm -hmm. different than you know tammy faye baker and jim like all that whole brand and you know it's kind of like southern affectations Mm -hmm. and even when he's just doing like very straight ahead you know bible stories he manages to make them a little spicier than normal guess what those three young men in leadership they wouldn't bow he said what the voices. <laughs> Just like you must screaming. Be they wouldn't bow to me? Bats come in! Yeah. <laughs> oh, he went crazy! He said, ah! Heat up the furnace ten times hotter! <laughs> and they threw him in! Can you imagine kick, being kick, in the kick, audience? Kick, 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 King Nebuchadnezzar! Ah! King! 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 Ten times hotter! 
I'm surprised Vic Berger has not made a video of that yet. Oh, he just doesn't know about it. Right? Yeah. Oh boy! Anything else? Yeah, a lot of shouty Bible stories. What is it? What is impressive about blowing up a big balloon? Yeah, well, that's what's that? That's the funniest thing because, uh, well, it's not a big balloon. It's like a, a hot water bottle. It's a hot water bottle. What so they're is made, that? They're made of rubber, so it's not like like balloon latex. It's oh, like sure. so hard to do, and it takes a lot of lung pressure. But they would put goggles on to do it that because was... apparently it was the most. Injur- like injury those. prone right. uh, it, like, stunt that they it, like, did. Yeah, like it because the rubber would just slam it. Would just, like, it would like cut there. And then yes. they had like multiple eye injuries. Uh, also, I'll never unhear this, but like if the air goes back from the water bottle into you, it could like rupture your lung because it's so much more air than oh. <laughs> like your lungs can hold. It's just like extremely. So in other words, you guys are like really into this. Well, right? now I'm like, but now I'm like, oh man, I totally believe John Jacobs singing. Like this is the dangerous, most scary thing a man could Why do. Why is he doing that with God? Like he it's said, me bad. Apparently Holy it Spirit. took like five minutes or like 10 minutes for so one guy. Yeah, it doesn't look that oh, cool. God. It looks <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Like, like if I saw oh, some guy doing that cool. at a party, I would just be like, hey, just stop yeah, doing yeah, that. Why are we like, watching this? Definitely stop that. Please yeah. stop. Yeah, like I don't like watching it. It's uncomfortable to see. If you, the listener, do not want to watch a whole hour of this <laughs> nonsense there is just like a kind of three minute ten second highlight video of like a recent power team event to kind of give you a flavor of what it is that they do yeah oh i know this baby <laughs> Oh my gosh. They're doing the exact same stunts. Like, they haven't changed anything. And no, we're still playing POD. They're not <laughs> yeah. doing, like, uh, yeah, instead of bricks, it's MacBooks or no. iPads. Yeah. Bring a MacBook. Run into an iPod. <laughs> oh, he jumped. Yeah, they do it with their heads a lot. They break the stacks of blocks. Well, you don't need that too much. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Smush. But it's just. Oh, he did a little kick. It's like... <laughs> oh my gosh. They have to speed it up. Wow. Blowing the hot air balloon. But it's just like a man with two brain cells first thought of like how to reach out to people. Like, I don't know, just break stuff. What we like stuff. to see. Just break stuff. The same things over and over. Oh, there's the phone book. Oh, you ripped it. They do driver's licenses and this one. There you go. Like license plates. Yeah, uh, there's one clip where they they're uh, doing like a, a, whatever you call that. What's the weight pole called? Bench press. Pull but what's what's just the pole called? A dumbbell? Yeah. Is it just... No, no, no. no. Like a bench yeah. press? Yeah. Is that a bench press? The yeah. thing is but not the, called a bench press. The act no, is a bench dumb. press. Yeah, but then what's the pole called that you push up and down on the bench press? see. I go to the gym a lot, but... Um. <laughs> it's just a dumbbell, right? It's just a dumbbell? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it from here, guys. Uh, I believe <laughs> yeah, it's sure? a stick. You got this one? That's They're in shape people you. listening to the screaming. Yeah, they're like, good right now. God, did they ever get out? What is wrong with him? But they have one, there's one shot where there's just children hanging off the sides. <laughs> and they're lifting it up and down. He and throws it down and he's done. Wow, it was really slapping. They do have a female uh, power team member now. Oh, they do? It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and she'll wear, yeah, and 
Ugh. Ew, you guys are gonna get so much more hornier now because she also wears a Wonder Woman costume when she does it. Really? And she'll like, <laughs> oh my god, my part was just like filled with jizz. But like, <laughs> uh, we just... couldn't make it the whole episode. There was, there was. But she's like, she'll bend a frying pan or something like that, and then also. Just oh yeah, she's got to do like lady stuff. Yeah, like, is that a tool? Is that the I, I didn't even think about that. She's I don't bend, think so. Like she does rolling pins she'll, over. She'll do the baseball bat too, or you break that on your a leg. Softball bat. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm saying they make her do that. A female that. bat. Uh, but she yeah, like pushes like a really heavy vacuum. <laughs> oh no. They, the, the, she holds a baby for seven hours. <laughs> oh, she breastfeeds for eighteen months. Oh my god. Uh, Baby's fat. One of the metaphors that they return to in this special is that you need to tear walls down. Like we're gonna tear Cheers. this thing down, yeah. and so they'll like give names to all of the stacks. My wife, my wife. Oh, whoops! My wife, <laughs> my, wife. my wife, my wife. Oh, accidentally. Well, I don't have that clip. Never What's mind. The name of one of the stacks. <laughs> my wife. My wife. But yeah, one like depression. Ugh, yeah. Alcohol. Ugh. Suicide. Ugh, yeah. Pornography. Ugh. My wife. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a good one. Though. Yeah, it was a smash. It was a real heavy Here smash. I was on my knees with my wife, my wife, my wife. And just like Alvin. <laughs> I love him, like just like huffing in the living room, being yeah. like, "How do I do it? How do I do it? How do I do it?" it? Well, just think about like, like a what big are you doing confused like cow <laughs> or ox, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a beard. It looks like Andre the Giant, like philosophizing. Uh, You know, at the same side of my mouth, at some points, I do like appreciate that they are saying, like, "Look, we we're thick, big men. We all know that. We seem scary. We got thick faith. Yeah, we got real thick feelings. And they will talk about like how they do feel insecure. They do feel really like." depressed or those things and that i feel like that was a little bit ahead of their time to be talking about like mental illness stuff yeah in the shell of a you know a bodybuilder kind of thing yeah if we can throw them a bone there is something interesting about like vulnerability and masculinity being equated with like a confession of your emotions yeah and not just like you take those emotions and you go good exactly chop yeah. them away yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. no talk about them and you know try to yeah uh, deal with them i mean it uh, do, it's yeah, hard i, because, I know like, what you're saying yeah. it, it, it was good but also like their solution was just like break it god, god in general you yeah. know like it wasn't about like therapy or yeah, talking with friends it's or just like, like yeah, i just i figured out i need to god harder yeah, yeah, it's like it's like god yeah, harder they're like uh, almost there god put more? <laughs> yeah. yeah or like suicide or whatever it was just yeah. god harder yeah. a little bit more or like get saved and yeah. that's it and it wasn't so much about like the care afterward or that kind of thing hmm. but such as evangelicalism yeah for the last 50 years or so well let's get to our final thoughts about the power team <laughs> The way this works, as we all know, is we give it a holy roast or holy toast or a space between. <laughs> a system we might only do for eight more episodes. This is episode 92. We might abolish the voting system in episode 100. Ooh, what a teaser. And this, this <laughs> Stay tuned, listeners. You never know. <laughs> is that a good reason? It's like, wait, did you hear GCF is changing? The lack of something will their, be in their, their parliament order? <laughs> If I wasn't horny before. They're changing their <laughs> voting methods. Those things get at least 90 votes every poll. Whoa. Uh, holy. Uh, 
Whoops. Well, <laughs> oh, no. I just Tipped hit your the hand iPad. a little bit. No, Holy Toast, we send these big boys to big heaven where they can break all the fun books and baseball bets Aww. they want. Or to hell where Satan can break them. <laughs> Unfortunately, chocolate is. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. Or we send him to the space Stage. between purgatory. Let's start with Jeremy. I'm giving it uh, uh, a holy roast because <laughs> this stuff is nonsense. How guys. did you feel when you were watching this today? I felt so bad. I just felt. <laughs> did you? Were you mad at us? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I imagine no. you just watching it by yourself in your <laughs> I was, room. Just, I, was I was. That's what I was doing. It mostly was just trying, like, squinting so <laughs> like, hard at my know. computer. I, like, I watch all on? these in, like, a, in Adobe Premiere where you can play it on half speed if you need to, yeah. which I did for a lot of it. So you can tell what's going did it on. Help? Yeah, it did help because then the, all those songs that were like four minutes long of just yeah. like mud being spit in your eyes was like two minutes long instead. Yeah, it's a roast for me because I'm. I was just thinking about like being like I don't know, like eight, eight years old, going to that thing, hearing about witches, and not being able to sleep when I went home. Oh, that would have yeah. scared oh, the hell yeah. out of me, yeah. and I would have been like, "Mom, are witches real? Like, am I gonna have to deal with some witches?" in this life like no this stuff is messed up yeah <laughs> i'm going full roast y'all full roast yeah Something i get like it too even the word suicide i think at that age is like mm. really imagine like a six-year-old being like what suicide like it's yeah and they're so dismissive about it or not dismissive it's just like quick and like flippant almost like everyone knows like oh yeah suicide you know it's just a thing that happens or something. yeah like i love a dummy thick dude love one <laughs> this stuff is but whack. also like a dummy thick explanation of the complicated yeah. world we live in now wow <laughs> dummy thick nuance uh well, we turn it to nate for his rating you know i'm gonna give it another roast as well <laughs> Because it's just insane. Like, it was hard to even just get through it. There were so many points where I was just like, what am I watching right now? I can't even tell what is going Jerry, on. are you just laughing, laughing about how he talks? I just miss Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like the way he says things. <laughs> In Nate's voice, there is a subtext of him being mad at... My wife! My wife! <laughs> my wife! There's so much yelling in it. But yeah, just like a series of montage shots of just men hitting things <laughs> just running into things just it like, feels what is like, going on it feels like that's like if like that's the last thing you see when you get knocked out totally from a cte injury and like that's the last flashes totally. of life before you die <laughs> we turn to caroline uh agree um i think they're i think they were charlatans i think they were profiting off of this in like probably a pretty irresponsible way like they were selling a ton of merch and like always hustling for the next city um i think it's like really dangerous also one for like the men involved i'm so curious like i want to have someone follow up with them now and be like one, are you still a Christian? And two, like, is your body okay? Yeah, there's all these WWE stars coming out now. Yeah. And they're, they're really starting to dig into that. So I wonder if it's the same here. It's got to be some some part of that, too. And then, like, what was the what was the aftermath of this? And your leader, like, falling down the, the hole and all that stuff. Um, and then it's just dangerous for, like, like you said, like, kids that are going to this show and are being sold to Christianity that's so fear-based and, like, very weirdly reductive and, like, a lot of toxic masculine patriarchy stuff built into there about like being a daddy and like being strong enough to beat the devil and yeah, it messed kevin up 
Uh, yeah. It well, and the, we're seeing the product of that yeah, right here. You're seeing what happens when a five-year-old boy says, "Mommy, what's a suicide witch <laughs> on the drive home?" We must prevent future generations. He grows up to be adult Gerbert. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I think Gerbert has a little blame in that too. No. Um, yeah, just just like kind of all around irresponsible and crazy. I I like appreciated them trying to be vulnerable, but yeah, roasted. Holy roast from me as well. Unanimous holy roast from the Good Christian Fun <laughs> podcast. I mean, what what struck me the most, and this is why I get shocked by every time we do something that I skew more negative towards on this show that's like more recent because this video came out in 1990 it was obviously a product of like 80s and 70s stuff and just kind of like the the cheese ball nature of like you know like what Schwarzenegger was doing isn't significantly yeah. different than this that being said they're still doing it in 2019 yeah. and the routine it. is insane. insane the same tricks because there's something like oh that's trying like oh yeah that's what you did at the time but it's like it's the same <laughs> which is like even more damning in retrospect where it's like you had one idea <laughs> and then you just wrote it into the grave uh, so that's the power team uh, but you can go to at Christian Fun Pod to vote for yourself give it a roast or toast so get out there and and watch ballers. Hillary. On HBO. Um, oh, by the way, if you saw the power team as a kid or you have a power team story. Please email. Uh, no, hear. tweet us and we'll just uh, maybe retweet them so other people can see like <laughs> the things you saw. Thread. <laughs> Thread. Here's why the power team is a problem. Is that what you think all threads sound like? Yeah. <laughs> is you talking about jacking off? <laughs> My vocal fry jacking off voice. Uh, well, let's bring it down now. Mm. Do something that the power team never deigned to do. Let's get a little quieter. (laughs) We know what we do here. We don't promote ourselves or our projects. We lift them up to the Lord. We all know this. We start with Caroline. You can lift me up at Caroline's Farts uh, online. And uh, this week I'm going to lift up an app that uh, may not be beneficial for everyone, but it's been helping me. It's called We Croak. porn. (laughs) Nope, not an app. That's a website. It's a fab. You jizz? (laughs) Guys, no, it's not a jizz or porn site. Um, It's called We Croak. It's actually an app that uh, reminds you five times a day randomly that you're going to die someday. (laughs) What the hell? And then it has like a quote that'll talk about like mortality or something like that. And uh, to me, it's been encouraging only for the reason of like, if I'm like getting overly stressed about a thing that ultimately doesn't matter, or I feel like I'm wasting my time on things that aren't like, uh, I don't know, life-giving or whatever, then it's like a nice little, oh yeah, I'm gonna die someday. <laughs> so I bring that up just in the vein of like the thing I would have asked God about. I have a countdown app on my phone that tells me if I live to 80, I have 18,000 days left. Whoa. That's it. That <clears throat> bumps me out for yep. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that many. No. No. No, it's not. No. And, and like, by the way, that's 80. I could be going out well before then. <laughs> and kind of hope to. That sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Like, the app shows you how many days left before you die, and then it starts Ooh. running out. Yeah, this countdown app. I'm like, what is this? Is this Black Mirror? <laughs> Kevin trips and chokes on his own headphones right now. <laughs> <laughs> we turn it to... <laughs> Turns out he had one day left. (laughs) Well, uh, you can lift me up (laughs) at Jeremy P. Olson. That's O L S O N. I'm not related to those twins. Or Elizabeth. uh, I could be found. How rude. 
uh, on the gram or the twit. <laughs> More gram than twit. You didn't like that. No, I didn't. I didn't care for it. I would also like to lift up, listen to the new Mark Ronson album. Is it good? You guys, I love it. It's like a divorce album, basically, right? It, it, he calls them sad bangers. And oh. uh, it's just, hey, it's, it's uh, so great. Is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Continue, Jeremy. (laughs) But it's great. It's so good. Um, So disco-y. And uh, it's got such a cohesive feel to it. Yeah. And I'm having a great time with it. Mm, That's good. Jeremy Olson, someone I've always known to have very good taste in music. Love me some tunes. We turn to Nathan. Uh, You can find me. You can lift me up on Twitter at Huge Ackman. (laughs) (laughs) Or on Instagram at Nathan Detroit. What tweet are you most proud of? <laughs> that I've tweeted? Nate's yeah. tweets are so good. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, please give me one. They're so good. Uh, you can read them. You can, I, can't, I can't remember Maybe the they're good if you know them. But Look one up while I'm doing my lift up. Wait, but I want him to read them. <laughs> you want me to that's read what, my own right, tweet? Yeah, that's what I need. That's how you want to lift up that. Um, I just finished a true crime book uh, by Michelle McNamara, uh, Patton Oswald's uh, wife. wife. Yeah. Uh, called I Will Be Gone in the Dark. Really good. And I feel like it's a good tribute to her to her legacy. If you're into that kind of stuff, it's it's a good read. It's very creepy. Beautiful. Well written. Creep- it's creepy how well written it is. <laughs> that's the that, creepiest thing of that's all. That's the spooky yeah. part. Uh, my, did you find one? <laughs> I, I've sent you three, Nate, that you can read when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I will lift up. I will lift up. Wanda Sykes' new comedy special oh on Netflix. It's called Not Normal, and I've laughed more at it than I have any comedy this year. What? I think it's so funny. Great. She is so funny. I think right everything she says is funny. Not Normal on Netflix. <laughs> it's a great hang. Read a tweet, Nate. Uh, okay, here's one. I love haggling on eBay because they can't see how weak I am. <laughs> or how about this? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. The friend of my friend is my enemy. <laughs> and the last one that you sent me is, the mailman came by the other day to drop off a package. Completely deadpan, he said, sign here and you get your package and you get Reese's Puffs. He then handed me the package and pointed to the cereal box I had just left out to throw away. We had quite the chuckle over it. How many characters is that last <laughs> one? That was a whole story. <laughs> a whole story. You fit it in. Oh, my God. It's a good time. It's just a sampling of what you would ex- what Did you, you tweet expect. that immediately after he left? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> Stand right there in the doorway. Yeah. Like, Pop your phone I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this one out. Fire this Everyone off. needs to know about this. <laughs> I, I know. Like I, I go back and forth. When something tweetable happens in real life, do I do it now mm. or do I do it five days from now? So there's a little bit of fiction to it. <laughs> and isn't that a fun thing that we do in our lives <laughs> as we tell stories and narratives to one another? Kind of Jeremy and life. Nathan, thanks so much for being thanks on the show. Thanks for having us. Truly thanks for being yeah. a great power team for us. This be was here. a great power team of four. Caroline broke the frying pan. Jeremy ran into some two by fours. <laughs> Nate busted a block of ice open, and I busted tried to break a, a baseball no. bat, and I couldn't. <laughs> and together we could all break like a candlestick. Hey. And there's nothing left to say except for in all of Pod's people said, Amen. Amen. I guess we'll go out with a song from, from the show. 
there's the power song, the break chain song, or the breakaway song. Which one do you guys want me to play? Power song. The power song. All right, here we go. This song actually rocks, Caroline. I like it. This slaps. I love this beat. (laughs) This sounds. Okay, we'll see you next week on GCF. Goodbye. Caroline didn't say goodbye. She just yawned oh, into the sorry, microphone. <laughs> oh my god! That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>